Welcome to Cool Games, Inc., a game design podcast presented by Polygon.com. I'm Nick Robinson. Hi, I'm Griffin McElroy. Hi, Griffin. Um, I am a PC gamer now, and I think that's going to change some things. I want to say that right up front, because if I feel different, if I sound different on this week's episode, it's because I'm a hardcore PC gamer. That's a shame, and I meant to email you about this last mm-hmm. week before you bought all those expensive components right. on Newegg's. The problem is that everybody's into Linux gaming now. No. Yeah, so you just barely miss it. Everybody's into Linux gaming. Everybody's hacking together rigs made out of Raspberry Pis. Man, I my whole setup though is built around. I got some like my I got Windows RAM. I got Windows Video. Video uh, batteries. Video yeah, batteries. no, it's it's all that's like all great stuff. And some of it's transferable, but almost none of it's transferable because no. you need a, you need just like six or seven Raspberry Pis. I noticed because sort of my monitor is the wrong shape for Linux. It's shaped like a, a square, and I, I think for Linux you got to do a different one. Yeah, different it's shape. mostly parallelograms. Nick, I, what are you playing? You finally just fucking digging into like serious oh Sam. <laughs> it's finally I'm discovering Serious Sam for the first time. It's funny because I got this big sweet rig and people warned me this would happen, but it is exactly what happened. I I loaded up my Steam library, I installed like every game I have on Steam, and I'm mostly playing like indie games. Like I'm mostly playing 2D I'm playing a lot of uh like I played a, a little a little Caro Blaster, really pushing yeah, my, no. my GTX ten seventy with that thing. S- see, we really don't even allow those on the Linux Steam community. No. It's mostly just like, well, Serious Sam, one mm-hmm. through nine, right? The next generation, we got fucking Painkiller. I think that Half Life Two, the beach demo, dude. I actually do have Painkiller installed right now. That's that game That's fucking shit. rules. Um, so I guess let's maybe let's take on a heavy PC gaming bent. Okay, um, that's a fun spin we can put on things this week. Um, well, if we are going to do PC games, I, I think I have a few submissions here that would that would fit nicely. Hit me. Uh, including this one from Cat Noel. Oh, wait, 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 big dog. What's up? Nick, Nick, oh, big the, dog. Last week. How we do with Pokemon Bryce? It's, well, I'll tell you this. When you make a video game, it's not really about the money. It's about... Oh, the, you're kind of couching it a little well, bit. Well, not necessarily. It could go either way, but it's... It's more about the, people, the smiles you put on faces, right? So we're actually pivoting all of our metrics away from uh dollars sold because we used to we used to measure in dollars sold and now yeah. we're measuring in smiles uh done di- okay. faces Good in face. the future in the future emotion will be the only currency that matters and it'll be us leading the charge and then what like crest whitening toothpaste mm-hmm. they make a lot of smiles although i've heard some dark stuff about that product so maybe we don't want to make that direct comparison i saw it's, one it's uh, just skeleton bones that they've dug up from the ground and, and just they grind it up and up. they they put it on some uh some of those little mint you remember those little tongue strips you used to put they put on your mouth make you smell real good um yeah i do those are pretty yucky huh yeah, just kind but, of a yucky concept no, it, now that i think about like it like a nice film like uh you know razzles how that it's like candy you chew it up it turns into gum Mm-hmm. This is sort of like a plastic wrap that you put on your tongue, and then it just melts away. It into turns into slime. Saliva, yeah. Um, but no, I did see one Cool Games Inc. listener whose name was Bryce, uh, who tweeted a screenshot of his phone, like, I'm really excited to listen to this episode, and that didn't even occur to me, that we would People get a Bryce. People are still to- named Bryce. Yeah, there, I guess there, there hasn't been some sort of purge, like the Bryce purge. Well, they're, I know that they're doing a, a purge movie every three months now, so maybe that's the next one. But I, purge I, Bryce, purge Bryce. Have you seen Purge Bryce? It's weird. It was really good. <laughs> it was actually really, really good. I didn't know going in if it was going to be good, and then I sat down and I watched it, and the whole thing was good. Actually, the the plot is you're allowed to do anything you want. 
you can commit any crimes as long as your name's Bryce. And so oh. the movie's mostly just like people walking around being like, oh my God, what's your name? It's like, Derek. Oh, okay. Thank God. Woo. I stabbed you. Hi, just kidding. It was Bryce. Just kidding. I'm a Bryce. Bryce the whole time. Ah, oh, yeah. Well, I'm a Bryce too. Oh. Eat this dynamite. Dang. Is that what happens in The Purge? Is there dynamite eating? Because maybe, maybe I should show up in the theater for that. I ain't seen one. You know why? Because I love laws. It's, I've always said that about you too, Griffin. Is that you are a big law-loving man? A lot of my friends used to be like, "Hey, come drink this beer, seventeen-year-old Griffin." I'd be like, "Are you kidding me? I love the twenty-one-year-old drinking law." That was I, one of my favorites. It was authored by Thomas Jefferson. You told me a story of uh, it was your tw- like the day before your twenty-first birthday, and you went into the liquor store, and I believe what you said happened was. Uh, you bought a six pack and you kind of ribbed the guy like, "Hey, come on, it's just cut me some slack." It's like twelve oh one a.m. It's technically my birthday, and uh, he bu- he gave you the beer and you threw a pair of handcuffs on him. I arrested him right there. Citizens arrest him. Yeah, yell. which is weird because it was twelve oh one a.m. on your birthday, so I think it was technically your birthday. How many citizens arrests have you done in your life? Because I've done maybe thirty. I have not done very many since I moved to California. But in North Carolina, I saw a lot of people violating a lot of uh, animal-related laws, like keeping their uh, pigs uh, fenced in too tight. Mm. My neighbor was doing this thing where he would build a... Love, like a I love thing. that law. Yeah. It was a, it, well, it's an important law. And it's only on the books in North Carolina, not South. So a lot of the pig farmers actually moved down to South Carolina to get away with it. But what he was doing was he was building... Uh, micro, I think they call them micro fences around each individual pig in his barn to save space, and that way he could fit more pigs in. It was a whole thing. Cute little, cute little fences. Yeah, one time I saw somebody who had parked with their right, their sorry, their left wheels to the curb, and mm-hmm. I poured sugar in their gas tank, and I <laughs> and put it down, and I put balls of tinfoil in their muffler, and I don't know if that did anything. I don't know if it did. Well, you, so you didn't perch, and you didn't watch the uh, watch the justice go down. No, no, no. Uh, Griffin, I've got a game idea for you. Um, it's from Cat Noel at Bad End Chan on Twitter, uh, who su- submits a gritty, edgy AAA next gen reboot of Chex Quest for modern audiences. Okay, we get Chex Quest related materials all the time. Oh, and I, okay. I definitely owned it and played it, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is as much as like the BK games and right. um, the Cool Spot. Well, the BK games were kind of an uh, a. Th- oh, you're talking. To, you're not talking about the Xbox ones, are you? I am, like Sneak King. Yeah, those are a product of the 2000s, so I remember those a little more vividly. But Chex Quest uh, was, I think, the first shooter I ever owned. Basically, for people who aren't familiar, it was a basically a Doom mod for like classic Doom uh, that was made non-violent. And if you bought a box of Chex cereal, you would get a a three and a half inch floppy. Where you were a man, it was kind of the most first draft checks character design ever, which is it's a big checks, like a big piece of check cereal with buff arms and buff legs. It kind of sh- looks like the uh, scary Mega Man one for NES box art. Yes, only definitely it, only that. inside of some crispy ass breakfast cereal. Right, and also I think this game this gameplay hues closer to what's depicted on this box than Mega Man did with its box because, mm. like in this art, he's getting splatted by some green gooey guys and shooting him with what looks like a TV remote. Um, yeah, I was I actually wound up watching some footage. Like I was halfway through reading the submissions for this week's episode, and then so I saw the words Chex Quest, and then spent the next twenty five minutes watching Chex Quest videos on YouTube. Um, um, you know what else that this came with? What fifty free hours of AOL Ooh. America Online. You know what else it came with is 50 free pieces of Czech cereal. Oh, probably a lot more than that. I'm, but, bad. I'm um, not a good estimator. It's crazy when you think about it. 
when it's like, I'm going to put this disc in my computer and get 50 hours of internet. That's <laughs> To me, that's tantamount to like, I'm going to put this light bulb in this lamp and I'm going to get I, I, like running water yeah i'm gonna get five gallons of pepsi what right like they're not connected I mean, the metric wouldn't match up to the thing so it'd be like i'm going to get 45 seconds worth of mountain dew what does that even in, what does that entail how do you measure internet in time from a disc you put in your yeah. computer 45 seconds of just uh of What's it? I guess red code red would be a good one. So like people would probably pop these discs out of their computer and be like, the disc ran out of internet time. Yeah, I got to th- throw it in the trash. You know, some motherfuckers too thought they were slick. They were like running through their neighborhood, grabbing them out of every mailbox. Like I have eight days of internet. I have here. eight days worth of internet on these discs. But when they run out, I'm going to turn them into fun coasters or something. You got to check them. It must have worked though. So like the idea of here's free time on the web for a bunch of people who didn't understand the internet must have been a very effective uh, policy, but let's let's talk about. I'm going to get 35 inches of light out of this lamp with this <laughs> right. new bulb. <laughs> right, yards. I can't yards wait. Of brightness. Um, I I, I guess it's because I'm on a big doom kick right now. Um, but the idea of a game that hews as closely to its predecessor's roots as the the Doom reboot does, like it, the 20. I want the 2016 Doom of Chex Quest. I want everything. I guess what this is is basically the same thing, which is Chex Quest was a Doom mod. I want this Chex Quest to also be a Doom Four mod. Um, yeah, that could be good. I still haven't finished that jam. Yeah, so, so I got. I'm definitely like nine tenths of the way through on PS4, and then I got this PC, and I'm thinking of just starting over from the oh, beginning because yeah. oh my gosh, I played about seven minutes of it today, and I was running up and touching all the different guys. I mushed their different heads and faces and grabbed the arm. Are you kidding me? Um, how about this one? Hmm. This one was sent in by Jack, not quite real, on Twitter, uh, who says, Explain Undertale to the Pope really patiently while only able to reference 16th century religious artwork. Okay. Do you know the the etymology of this? You know the origin of this submission? Yeah. So somebody hooked the Pope up with a fucking... (laughs) It was choice, a Steam. choice DRM free. Oh, was it Steam? It was a Steam code. He gave the Pope a Steam code, which is the one of the funniest things a human can do. Even go up with like the game client, yeah, like burn DRM it to a free. disc. Like, oh my god, there's no way the Pope remembers his Steam login. Right, it's been a few years since since he had to download it to install. That's Half-Life fucking 2. hysterical. That's I would have so thought good. that they had given them like give it to a, him on a flash drive. What are like, you doing? Well, I, I plugged into a laptop. Yeah, that see that's the move right there. It's just if you want there to be more than a zero percent chance of the Pope to play Undertale, I guess I I don't know. Maybe he meant symbol. I don't know. There's no excuse. Don't give the Pope a Steam code for anything ever under any circumstances. Um, the, if you're going to get if, the, you, if you burned every copy of the Bible and gave the Pope a Steam key for the Bible, and that was his only way to read the Bible, I still think there's only like a fifty percent chance he would figure out how to do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh, how do we explain Undertale to the Pope though? Um, because a lot of people seem to not get it. Get Undertale or get a lot of people seem to get inexplicably furious when they played Undertale using 16th century religious artwork. So I'm talking about like Last Supper. I think falls in okay. that category. Be like, so, all right, so you know, there was like that crazy dinner and everybody was getting along. Toriel is is who in that picture? Jizo? No, maybe. I mean, we know who Flowey is. Judas Iscariot. Oh, there you go. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. So you know Judas. So you know Judas. 
Um, doubting Thomas, that would be like Sands, probably, because mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's not, he doesn't always trust you, but when he does, you're going to have some fun times with him. Let me go ahead and type in Undertale Last Supper into Google and save us all a bunch of time, because I'm 100% sure someone's done this already. Yep, here we go. Oh, wait a minute. These are My Little Ponies. And this one is all the Pokemon legendaries. Um... And this one is a bunch of scary clowns throughout history. This one is Krusty and Ronald McDonald. Okay, so it just it. sounds like you're you've you know just what the problem tapped is? into the raw fucking like Gaia life force energy that sustains the internet with that single Google search. This one is uh, Last Supper made entirely of skateboards, and it's all uh, sort of luchadors. That's hot. Uh, Here's a sort of a zombies version. I think the problem here, Griffin, is that uh, I just got this new computer. I just finished setting it up yesterday, and uh, my default browser and search engine is still Bing. And so as a result, my results are... Fucking terrible. The the Big Lebowski Last Supper. Literally anything but Undertale. Anything but... I'm going to just kill half the words in your search term. Um, you, you got one? Yeah, I do. Um, let's see here. Tinkleheimer1 on Twitter. It's Trevor Haworth. Hayworth says, Trucknut Tycoon. Um... And I think there's there's a lot of possibilities here. One, are there many possibilities? There are. There's more. I can think of at least. So yesterday I saw truck nuts in person for the was first the time first in California. Was, okay. Um, I, obviously they're they're mandatory. You get one when you get your driver's license in North Carolina. But in California, I hadn't seen them in a while. And these were like maybe maybe the tech is advanced or maybe my memory is not serving me well. But they were silver. They were sterling silver. Yeah. Hyper photorealistic truck nuts. Yeah. Like these were like the the monster cables of truck nuts, and I think that could be a fun angle. So if you're a tycoon, uh, focus on the buying and selling of truck nuts. I think you have options. Whether you go cheap, get some plastic rubbery ones, and then turn them around real but quick. But see, I like those better because they animate. They do. They have, um, there's motion to them. I went to a U-Haul once to rent a truck to move mm-hmm. into my house here in Austin. And where they had, like, little cables to, like, secure your shit and foam pads and little loaders, they had truck nuts. And I swear to God, that's true. And, like, I wanted to ask, like, how is this essential? Why do you have these here to buy them? Maybe there's a a suggestion that, like, by having them, people will will respect you on the road. They see your U-Haul on the highway with those those guys dangling, and they're like, I'm not going to mess with him or her. Yeah, they're the a loose agent. Going. I need to stay away from that big 18-foot truck. Maybe See, if I was running the U-Haul place, and maybe we can work this into the tycoon aspect of things, I would actually charge you, let's say, uh, $60 for the day uh, or $85 for the day if you want one with no truck nuts on it. Oh, that's fun. See, I would do like you can either pay $15 for the insurance package mm-hmm. or I'll just put some truck nuts on there and nobody will come close to you. Right, it's its own type of insurance. In it's way. already kind of my 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 SOP, my standard operating procedure. That when I do see a U-Haul or any kind of moving truck on the road, I immediately pull over and wait until it's out of my line of sight, and then I continue driving because I just assume that whoever's in there is like I am whenever I'm driving a U-Haul, which is say screaming the whole time, very it's, afraid, very uh, very afraid. Uh, it's a, well, it is like driving a car, which is already scary, but you've got all your earthly possessions in it. So if you mess up. There's no more things for Griffin. You don't have any more stuff left. It's just like a car that's like nine cars all duct taped together. Hmm. And you hit every tree you come close to. Here's one that I'm so excited about. I don't actually know. I'm looking. Um, Here's one I'm really excited about. It was sent in by Ed Ballard on Twitter, who says, 
Parasite Steve. Okay. Hey. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, y'all got y'all need to mutate or something. <laughs> or something. Come on, man, mutate with me. Let's get crazy. It sounds like a Steve. I'm really Yo, check it Steve. out. I turned that dog into some kind of crazy monster. Steve, Steve, we have all agreed. We the neighborhood watch met and we decided we want to let you live in the neighborhood. But you're going to have to stop parasite steving all of our dogs into uh, yeah, different man. messed up dogs. Hey, shut up. Check this out. <laughs> okay. I just grew well, some butterfly wings on my back, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you did. Fuck but, yeah. But you also picked up my cat and put it on your back and turned that into your wings. And I think it was probably important. Yeah, man. Said, I needed that mitochondria, yeah, bro. Yeah, we know you like the mitochondria. But if you could maybe tone down your own personal transformations at the expense of our household pets, it would Check make. this shit out. What, Steve, don't because we're. No, this check actually, this shit out. Is it gonna? Called, no, check it out. Are you gonna incorporate one of our loved, beloved animals into no, your body? No, check it out. It's this Cheetos mac and cheese. Okay. They just drop this shit at Burger King. It's fucked up. Did you bring enough for everyone, or what's? Hell no, dog. Okay, well, it's kind of violent. But check the rules this out. Look at your son. He is Cheetos mm, mac well, and cheese now. Can you at least put one on his other earlobe too, so there's a symmetry? Because now his head's kind of tilting. Those that ear doesn't have any mitochondria in it. Okay, I'll take. I checked, man. I did my best. Steve, you're going to have to go. Check it out. I'm four dogs now. Oh, well, hold on. Let's come back, because maybe, maybe we can work something out here. We do have a real shortage of dogs. Are there four families here that need some puppies? Their names are St, E, V, and E. All the dogs' names are uh, and in a year, they're all going to transform into Chevy Buicks. <laughs> God bless you, Steve. God bless you, Parasite Steve. You saved this town. I can mold the mitochondria two different truck brands together to create this (laughs) Mitsubishi Chevy Buick. That's extremely illegal. It's got eight or or nine wheels, baby. (laughs) Um, Do you have any other ideas? Because that was kind of a gimme. That was a good fucking idea. Yeah? It's just a gender palette swap parasite eve and everybody's sure. hungry for a return all right um you want a real one yeah i want a real one joshy boy sent one in that says suck my farts at adrian brody i would prefer you don't at the people. wait mouse over that for me is that adrian brody's actual twitter uh yeah well yeah well darn don't do that he's got 1.09 million followers he could just he could crush this whole podcast under his thumb he could but it's it's extremely unlikely because he's also tweeted 76 times (laughs) his 77th though could be the one that ends us for good all right let's do one for real though okay this one was sent in by uh this one is sent in by connor mcdonald that's twit Done by that's a, on that's Twitter. a fun assonance to Connor McDonald's name. Yeah, I, like I like to it. say it. Um, a game which is PG-13 during the day, but turns adults only oh 18 my. plus after the watershed. I don't know what after the watershed means. Let's just assume that means at night, right? Is it, I don't know what turn of phrase that's that it. I like I it a lot. I haven't heard it before either, but I, I was so on board with the first like 19 or 20 words of this suggestion <laughs> that I think we, we keep it going. What are we talking about? Like, uh, like a social online, like club penguin type thing, but then the watershed happens, and it's like club ding dong, ding dong, 
um, yeah, obviously there's a way to make it make it sexy, but let's think about the actual differences between like a like a PG movie. Like, what's the difference between like a Zootopia? Yeah, and I hate to go back to the Purge well, but Purge I, Bryce, but like Purge Bryce, because like there's a fun there's a fun kind of tension I think between a game that during the day is non-violent and cutesy. Although there was some violence that happened in the town of Zootopia, but that I guess my point is like a cute fun animal mascot thing. And tell me if this is getting two Five Nights at Freddy's, but at night, things maybe get a little scary, a little violent. No, that's exactly Five Nights at Freddy's. I think I did just describe Five Nights at Freddy's. I do um, have this idea, though, of using the system clock, clock uh, to kind of make sure that no one's staying up past their bedtime, and it's a fun And game. maybe you're able to, like, leave it on at 10 p.m., which I think is when, um, like, vulgarity laws for the right. the um, FCC change. That's and my so, like, time, so If you're sense. watching right at 10, you see that naughty Toy Story transformation happen where, like, Luigi's just like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, thank goodness. Time to fucking really party. Okay, so you're talking about a situation Check that's... out my dingus. Right, it's... It's literally the mechanics that... Hand me uh, my guns! <laughs> it's it's like K.K. Slider's shows at Animal Crossing on mm-hmm. Saturday nights, except for it's Luigi with his dick out snorting a line of coke off of a, a off handgun. Off of a gun. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> is, that the whole, is that the whole idea? Well, no, I guess he'd still go around and like catch ghosts and shit. Okay. But he'd also make ghosts. Yeah, by killing people. Is that what you're saying? For their drugs, yes. Luigi's a drug murderer. Um... Here's an idea from the original Zio on Twitter, uh, and uh, his name's Robert, and he says, Pokemon Snap, but only Weepin' Bell. Um, and I I, I, what did you have to... You had to, like, throw apples into their big, stupid mouth or some that's shit, That's right? part of it, yeah. Uh, I love this idea because Pokemon Snap, obviously, they went for a breadth, um, a sort of a, a wide berth of different uh, Pokemon, but... I love this idea of maybe just making a, a short three or four hour game where you're really exploring uh, portraits with one particular Pokemon. So obviously it's going to be a very, very detailed Weepin' Bell. And Weepin' Bell does have, like you said, a big uh, sort of a bucket mouth thing. A basketball hoop goal for a grill. Definitely. And and I, oh, Weepin' Bell. Actually, you know what? Weepin' Bell's not as ugly as I remembered. I think I was thinking of like Victory Bell, like one of the bigger boys. Yes. Well, let's uh, share our Pokemon Go stories because it just came out yesterday. Oh, yeah. I would love to. Here's mine. I downloaded it, accidentally caught Bulbasaur because I didn't know I was making a choice between the three starters because the game did a poor job of explaining that. did not say that. Yeah. Caught Bulbasaur, just like have him. And then it was like, all right, get the fuck out there. And I was like, where do you want me to go? And it's like, well, you can go pick up some items at a nearby extremely expensive furniture store that you'd have to go inside, or you can walk a quarter mile and catch a Rattata. And I was like, all right, uninstall. <laughs> my, my experience was uh, very similar to yours, except for I, I, choosed, I choosed to get a Bulbasaur. And then I was like, oh, by the way, what's your, uh, what's your nickname? And I typed in the same name I've been using on the internet for my entire life, and it said, oops, that name's taken. So I tried a, a very obscure variation on that, and it was like, that one's taken too. And I'm like, okay, at a certain point, I've seen so many people on Twitter saying that their usernames are taken that I think something is broken. Like, clearly, it's launch night, the nickname-determining algorithm is just busted, and it's telling everyone that every name is taken. So I'm going to test it out. So I typed in ASDF Doodoo Man 69 because I was like, surely no, that would prove that it's broken. And then I got a message from the, the guy who said, oh, what a cool nickname. Nice to meet you. 
Uh, and that's my name now in Pokemon Go for the rest of my life is ASDF Doodoo Man 69. I think um, you're talking about Professor Sexy. Yeah, Professor Hot Health Goth, gray hair on top, black on bottom, just like I like fucking it. athletic wear shorts and tights, uh, fucking Under Armour with a lab coat over it, with a backpack like a I- giant. I'm oh. called Professor Fuckable. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. <laughs> Your own like... adventure's about to begin. Zip. Look at my tight fucking pecs. Oh, yeah. They're good. I work yeah. hard for this body. It's too bad that uh, that for all this game's budget, they literally just drew one fucking picture of this guy, and we're never going to see never him Never going to see what the back of him looks like. <laughs> what, a, what a way. Although you can kind of, if you look closely, you really inspect the picture, you can see that he's got what appears to be a yoga mat tied to his backpack, like kind of on top of it, uh, which is a fun little bit of environmental storytelling. So you know he's like emotionally centered as well. Like, he's emotionally and uh, kind of flexibly centered. Yeah, no, he definitely. Uh, I don't want to get blue, but he could last for hours. Oh, he could really bend himself up how into about this? a tangela. What's how, up? How about this one? And it was from Ames, James Attridge on Twitter. Um, and this one has an Imgur gallery attached to it. Is it Holy Imgur shit. or Imgur? What do we I, say? I, I'm going to be honest with you. This is how neurotic I am about shit like this. I think I didn't use that website for like four years because I was so frustrated by how ambiguous the pronunciation was. Like, they could have been I-M-A-G-R, Imager. That would have been way better. Maybe that's it. Um, anyway, the uh, tweet is, try to build a house with no knowledge of how to build a house. Okay. This, like would be, a... this would be an online shared online experience. But unlike like... um. A rust or something like that, where you uh, take where like snaps into place nine pieces of wood, and it's all of a sudden a floor, and then it attaches in a grid. Yeah, like this Imgur gallery shows just like somebody's backyard, and it's clear that maybe they want a bunch of wood and a weird bet, and then they just tried to build a house without knowing what the fuck they were doing, and so it's just like a bunch of like one by fours. Just like a bunch of skinny ass little beams, oh and they've used like a thousand of them to make something house shaped, and then they stapled a bunch of um, like dry wood or ply- plywood to it, uh, and then like cut that plywood into window shapes, and it just looks like a fucking nightmare. Oh, okay. And I I'm, think I'm this would be through this now. I think this would be a hysterical online video game. <laughs> just yeah. like come on over, like you. But I'm I'm saying you have to do everything. You have to frame the whole house. You got to nail every piece of wood together. Every single thing has got to be nailed. And I don't want to keep going back to this wall, but I do because maybe it's been a while. VR based. Maybe this is a VR experience. And I'm not like I want to go deep. I want to go deeper than like that home improvement IKEA furniture game. Like I want to go so deep where you put this thing together little by little, like insulation floors like what's even what how do you even get one of those on there how do you put a floor do you put it on the dirt outside and then it's the floor like you're saying that and i'm i think that and i think no that can't be right but then what is it but then what is it is that what a foundation is (laughs) this house sucks so bad i got to the end it's a bad house it's It's like a hundred pictures of this shitty house (laughs) it's not a good house there's nails facing just inward full 90 degree turns jutting out of the wall it looks like oh, it looks like it's made out of paper mache. There's also nothing supporting the top of it, mm-hmm. so it could just fall inwards at any point. You, if it would take just the slightest huff and puff to knock this thing down. I love this idea. I also love the idea of just the the moment to moment mechanics of holding two Vive controllers and using one 
to line up a nail and the other to kind of hammer it in. Um, there's a fun story that the that the developers of Red Faction Guerrilla uh, tell, which is that that game has like the best building knockdown physics I've ever fucking seen in any video game. And um, I've heard them tell the story before of like early on in development of that game, the physics were the way they put it is they were too good, which is no building could stand. <laughs> the buildings they built were fucking fake video game buildings. And the way the physics were simulating it, they would just load into the game and every building would kind of immediately shudder and fall down. And they had to kind of add some generosity to it and kind mm. of loosen it up a bit. I think this game is like that, but it doesn't do that. Like, there's no, there's no loopholes. There's just realistic physics. If you put a piece of wood and nail it to another piece of wood and don't support them in any way, it will fall over and you have to like, ah, damn it, and bend down, pick it up. Hold it in place for your friend while, while he or she nails it to the, a different piece of wood. This is a um, good game. Yeah. I think this could be good. Do you want to keep going? Maybe put a pin in this? Uh, let's put a pin in this. Um, let's see here. Oh, this is a kind of a fun idea. The James M says a pinball game from the first person. A uh, constantly rotating perspective of the ball. Wait, what? It's a pinball game where you're the pinball. Okay. So it, the rotation is all happening to you in the ball. real time in as real the pinball time. spins. Yes. Oh my god! So can we put ch- that? Can we can we make this a, a a Vive game and then use it to like extract information from <laughs> right. people? Just like is they're they're gonna have to update the Geneva Conventions to keep this pinball game out of the hands of of. Uh, anyone who's looking to interrogate anyone because it'd be too powerful yeah three seconds in the first person pinball machine and you're you're giving up everything um Um, here's an unpopular opinion what's up fuck pinball though Mm, that is an unpopular opinion like they're they're like put a quarter in this thing except now it's 2016 so it's like put eight quarters in this thing and then you'll get like a minute and a half of enjoyment out of it and in that time you'll get to hear some great super digitized beetlejuice quotes because it's a Beetlejuice arcade. Well, maybe machine. maybe you'll get a minute and a half out of it, but I'll get. I'm ta- I'm looking up eighty seconds plus. That's less. That's less time. A hundred a hundred seconds is what I'm I'm pulling in. Um, pinball's bad. So bad that I hate this. And let's do a different one. All right. Uh, here is one from Robotic Anxiety, who says Inside colon Baseball. I haven't played Inside yet, and I'm worried that if we do this goof, I won't. I'll I'll get it spoilt for me. Yeah, I don't want to spoil Inside for anyone. Suffice to say, it is it is thematically incongruous with both the, the sport baseball and the television program Inside Baseball. Mm. Um, here's one from Inzergu, Kyle, who says, uh, this is going to be a tough one to gamify, but I think we can do it. John Krasinski knows how I'm going to die, but God won't let him tell me directly. So that's Jim from The Office. Yeah, well, I like to think of him as Sergeant Cool Gun from 128 hours the real Benghazi story is he in another thing besides the office is that what you're telling me yeah he plays sergeant cool guns in 128 hours the inside Benghazi story mm. <laughs> so jim from the office has is holding in his heart he knows the way that you're going to die specifically yeah and he wants to tell you but god won't let him i think it's possible that we exist in this universe already and that every time Jim looked at the camera on the office, that was him trying to communicate to Kyle yeah. indirectly how, how he might pass on. He just like looks at me. He's like, a train. He's like, what? There is that one episode of The Office in season four where Jim just... looks like uh, Andy does something weird in season seven and then Jim looks at the camera 
and then goes a train and then it cuts to the next scene and they mm-hmm. never really acknowledge it he goes he goes a train nick robinson oh geez yeah and now that you're pointing it out to me in this context i did that is actually really weird that he said that i didn't think about it at the time but it is very strange he, he, said, said, he said my he, name he said trampled a, at a train concert said, nick <laughs> robinson train death but capital t the band not the not the type of thing that you get in and goes around during you. the second reprise of drops of jupiter Oof. a deadly gas <laughs> will come out killing gas. killing trampled. all 14 people in attendance trampled and gassed at the final train tour um i don't know about that um how about this one by, I was sitting by Josh Stevens, J. Stevens, ten fifteen. I like the energy of this episode because I'm starting to feel a little hopeless about it. <laughs> Just that never, we'll find our little nug a, in here. There's a fun desperation to this one that we Josh don't Stevens. Get. Yeah, I'm also like I have no voice. We just did Monster Factory for like three hours. I'm fucking whipped. Josh Stevens sent this one in. 169 Dalmatians. Colon nice. <laughs> This episode is is actually you're right. The, the, I'm, I'm getting very desperate. Sixty eight other dogs in the you're right. The sixty they added. It's an expansion pack that had sixty eight new Dalmatians, each with their own personalities. Yeah, it's been a grip of time since I've seen one oh one. Yeah, how did they produce so many fucking pups? They had the dogs. Yeah, they had sex with each other until the baby ones came out. Okay, but like a lot. They would have to have like. Octuplets, non non uplets. What's what's? They were they, doing nine at a time every time. Wait, is there is a hundred and one? That's not a prime number. That is, is a it? priming. There's... I think. I mean, we'll probably get corrected. We'll definitely get corrected if it's not a prime number. But I think it's a prime number. What? I don't think anything times anything can be a hundred and one, right? One hundred and one's a prime number. We're good. Um, yeah, there is nothing there. So it would have to be 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 1, or 11. I lost right, track. Right, just a bonus one. And that would be the most special one of all, I think. Well, there's the mommy and daddy one. So really, it would only be 99. That's so true. that could just be. That's two freebies. That's two freebos, and that's 9 times 11. Mm hmm. So you have 9 times 11 puppies. I'm just saying, like, how long does it ge- take a dog to gestate? Probably, like, what, five or six months? Yeah, so they're going to have to be spurting them out in bursts. They're going to be bursting them out over a long time. Rapid fire. Just like a machine gun of pups, basically. Why Why? Are, why didn't we talk about this when the movie first came out? Well, there was a direct-to-VHS prequel called Two Dalmatians, and it was just 95 just minutes 95 of minutes dog impregnation and birth just... alternating. Every odd-numbered scene is a dog birth. Every even-numbered scene is two dogs doing it. It was a dark, It was a weird movie. Banging down. There was not a lot of oversight from Eating the uh, direct-to-video department of Disney in the late 90s. Just sharing a strand of spaghetti. That wasn't that movie. But <laughs> Different movie, but same idea. It's the only way dogs can get hard. <laughs> yep. Same philosophy, different movie. <laughs> That's the that's the one part of of Lady and the Tramp that was a documentary was that <laughs> fucking Walt Disney on his deathbed. It's like I got time for one more. Uh, let's make some real hard dog smut. Yep. What? They'll call it mutt smut. I've got, I've Walt- got the storyboards done. They've been done for fifty years. It's my masterpiece. I've spent a long time inking and coloring these bad boys. Walt, it's time for you to die now. Walt, I love you, and these are very detailed, but I don't know. It's my... What's the company called, Steven? 
freeze Walt my Disney. brain so I can come back in 50 years and see how my mutt smut has transformed the world. <laughs> Little did he know, that was probably on point. Yeah, I think a lot of the the darkness of 2016 stems directly from two Dalmatians colon mutt smut. Mm-hmm. So we've just made a movie, which isn't really a game, no, unless we want to do the game adaptation of Two Dalmatians, Mutt Smut. <laughs> a lot of quick time events on that one. Yeah. Is that really what we, is that, is that what we want our legacy to be? Do we want to be the Walt Disney's of video game podcasters where we're, we're going to be remembered for what we did wrong and not what we did right? We could make it an edgy game, couldn't we? Sure. Just like a very biological... Uh, very biological very biological sometimes internal view of the the dog making process that would be a dope game though wouldn't it did you ever play um not dogs having sex but um did you ever play evo i think that was a quintet game oh so it had the same uh director uh, as the quintet games which was uh soul blazer and act razor and illusion of gaia um like some seminal uh, snes games um, this is published by Enix, and it's called Evo Search for Eden, and you start out as a little fish, and mm-hmm. you swim around, and it's in the Jurassic period, and you have to eat other fish and not get hit by bigger things, and then as you eat fish, you gain evolutionary points that you can use to unlock, like, better gills or stronger fins, and you can use those in the water levels, and then, but eventually you gotta evolve some legs. And, and then, then you, you like, get out of the water? Yeah, to get out of the water. And then you turn into, like, a dinosaur, and then you turn into, like, a flying dinosaur, and then you turn into, like, an ape. Like, it goes through uh, the whole evolutionary cycle, but it gamifies it. It's a fucking great game, and, like, I don't think a lot of people know about it. That's wild. That's some pre-spore spore spore shit. So you're saying we do that, except for... Maybe you just start out as a a sperm. But Uh I don't want to be funny about it. Like, I think that could be a cool game. Like, Mm -hmm. sperm, sperm go through some stuff in there. They do. It's an adventure. It's a, and and the odds are like way stacked against you, like wicked stacked against you. Right, it's the dark souls of uh, creation. So you're just flying through there, and then I don't know. At some point, you become a dog. Well, but it wouldn't be any fun if you were uh, if you were one of the sperms that didn't make it. So I'm thinking we do like kind of a Call of Duty single player campaign where we give the like you're watching sperms to your left and right get taken down. It's very dramatic, like a D Day situation. It's like mm. there's explosions happening. There's explosions happening. Come on. But there's also explosions happening. Just kind of a very dramatic to really help communicate to the next generation of, of kids uh, how hard it is to be one of those little guys. Only in, in this case, I guess 10, 10 zygotes make it in there, right? If we're, if yeah. we're like 10 of those little seeds make it in there, if we're doing, how, if we're blasting out 199, uh, sorry, 99 of these things. There's some, un- there's a tension here, Griffin, I think, between the fact that we want this game to be educational and the fact that we need to, by the end of this game, have added, oh, fuck, how many pups? 167 mm. by the end. So, like, we need to communicate to the players in some way that this is not a normal Dalmatian, uh, childbirth experience that this is a this is a unique circumstance that we've kind of played up to add to the drama of the game we're not looking to just like throw our baby into the ocean of pre-existing dalmatian sexual intercourse and reproduction simulators because it'll get lost in the shuffle so we we want something that sets us apart from that what else what can we add to this thing other than 68 more dogs and it, exactly. maybe that's enough. Maybe that's enough. We have 68 more dogs. Like, that's the bullet point. 68 more dogs. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we could do voice acting. Here I go! Yeah. We could just take Mario's thing. Okay, so we've got we've got Tim the Toolman Taylor as Mario uh-huh. as a dog sperm. <laughs> yeah, that sound. I'm actually we might snip that out since you've got your audio separate from mine for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, can yeah. Just, can yeah. you just send me a clean wave of that for later? Yeah, sure. Let's uh, let me just run through a few of them so people can like have a ringtone. Yeah, just give give us a few. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. All right, can we get another oh yeah, but like a little angrier? Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh yeah! You still sounded too excited. You didn't sound actually mad, so I want to. Oh yeah! But you're like pissed off. I want you to fold your arms physically while you say it and see if that helps. <sighs> oh yeah! Perfect. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, Wilson, I could use some help over here. That's helpful. Um, and wh- what about like some death sounds? Uh, okay, and then like a happy death sound. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Um there's no there's no way that this is our episode, is there? There's no way that this is this is what it is, right? Alright, let's backpedal. Home um, improvement for Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It was made by Quintet. Um it was made by uh, uh, Japanese role-playing game developer Enix. Well, not a lot of people know. No, this is a real game, but you had to like, run around and like pick up power drills. And it was shitty. How can we make it better? The oh. home improvement game? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, I guess if we're making it today, it's got to be the, the theory, right? Uh, BBT? Mm-hmm. It's got to be BBT. I think there's a fun... I mean, in this era where, like... Uh, fucking fuller house exists like i don't see any reason why the follow-up to home improvement can't be a game mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like uh the same way that there was that there was like a ghostbusters game that they that they sort of claimed was like supposed to be the follow-up to ghostbusters one and two i think we could make uh where are they now featuring jonathan taylor thomas and featuring tim allen and all the cast and crew inc- including al the third character i can name can you name the actor who played him Al Borland? Al Borland. It's not the actor, though. Well, he I thought the whole premise was that it was like a Truman Show situation, and he was the one real guy on the show. Holy fucking shit. You like that? You have just unlocked the TV show Home Improvement for me, because you're suggesting that actors, including Patricia Henderson, I think... Something like that. And Tim Allen and Zachary Ty Bryan, or Bryant... And Noah something shit and JTT were all just sort of they were in on gaslighting Richard Carn. No, it wouldn't. It, it, Richard Carn is the name that no. he assumed after the show was over because he was embarrassed. That dude's name is fucking Al Borland, right? And he thought that was his name for the duration for all fourteen seasons or whatever of Home Improvement. So there's a whole underground. There's like a back channel of home improvement like b-roll or even c-roll that was filmed but never broadcasted right just followed al around after after he finished filming tool time so every like every day every home improvement shoot there's they shot eight hours of tim allen and and formerly known as karn truly al borland working just like working working just just working 
in order to augment the simulated And then he reality. said, okay, time for me to go home to my family, and you do so as well, Al. And Al said, yeah, I can't wait to get back to my family. And then he drove home in his Subaru, which was in, he drove, he lives in an empty apartment by himself. Oh, and then he would just eat, sit there, and he would eat a lean cuisine. Mm-hmm. And he would play Chex Quest, and then he would eat a second lane cuisine before going to sleep. That's basically what I did this afternoon. So it's very close to home. That's a good day, man. Yeah. And that's like they call that the Chex sandwich, which is funny because there's no Chex in it. No. It's really just more of a chronological um, one. Can we make a sad adventure game out of this? Because there's a crowd that just eats those things up, man. People, people do love it. Right so now, a- just to sort of keep it going, keep the narrative going, we our two options are a realistic dog mating game uh-huh. based on the hit 101 Dalmatians franchise. Yeah. Well, that seems like uh, the tougher of the two licenses to secure. Uh, tougher than Richard Carnes' autobiography. Right. And I say auto because he would definitely be involved in the project. Right. He would be on board. I think he's looking to get into some art. Do you have any other suggestions that we could turn into a game in the next three minutes? Let's see here. I'm just going to, I'll just read through the ones that I have that I haven't done yet. Uh, Crazy Taxi, but also Cash Cab. No, it's good, but no. All right. A kart racing game where your speed is determined by how many retweets and likes your tweets get. Bad tweets give your opponents items. I don't need more incentive to make the things I say appreciated by more people that's true there's I, already enough of a I, there, feedback loop I, there's there. already a game called just my ego right it, we're all playing that game every day on twitter.com here's one from kelsey white who says pokemon go but with fire emblem spouses how about pokemon go with game mechanics in it <laughs> how about pokemon go with like a functioning login how about a pokemon go where the rattata come to me christopher lamp says games done slow okay that's, so it's sort of a speed walk of a game. I guess you would just leave it on, right? And that would be cheatsies. Well, I do love this idea, though, of like, you you got to split the difference between not doing anything. It's like a race to get in last place. We actually got another suggestion um, that, that reminded me of that, which from uh, S Ghost on Twitter, who said, a puzzle game that rewards you for having the most average completion times. So rather than going for the fastest time, you're going for kind of the, the uh, range, median, and mode. Hmm. That could be interesting. That could be interesting. But it would take us much longer than three minutes to solve that one, I think. It would. And Griffin, my problem is that this, these other two ideas that we have on the table, they've got a, they have an undeniable spice to them and a punch to them that I don't think any of these others hold. <laughs> All right. Means- I guess count of three. We say which one we want. And either, oh, either, say, either say Al or say <laughs> Dalmatian. All right. Ready? Yeah. One, two, two three. Al, fuck me, damn shit. What are we going to do? Is there any way? No. Any way at all? 101 Al Borlands. (laughs) 169 Al Borlands. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So really, I think we're going to lose a lot of the educational underpinnings when the first three hours of our game are two Al Borlands having sex, (laughs) producing litters of octuple Borlands. (laughs) <laughs> just a just a little sperm with a goatee. We could make it. We could make it the adventure, sad adventure game about mating Richard Carn. Um, 
And fuck, it, this is this is some Dilbert two shit. Oh though, where we've got dog, like, it's good we've got shit. Al Borland and Richard Karn having sex. That's the opening scene. And then we would have a Netflix original comedy sitcom series that would go along with it. That would be the sitcom to Home Improvement, and it would be called Home Improvementer. I like that. Well, no, fuck that. I like I like that, but fuck that. Instead, we our version of a sitcom is like a it's a laugh trackless Louis style, barely funny, serious sitcom just called Borland. Okay. That corresponds with with the the setting that we've built, where he is unaware of the fact that his sitcom is in his real life. Holy shit! Still, still. So that means that his. I think that implies that his entire life has been Truman Show style, part of the setup. Which means, for example, when he hears the laugh track, he doesn't know that that's not the way things oh are. Oh my god, Nick! Wait, bring it home. One player of Borland. Hmm. Is just playing it right, and they are living their lives, mating. They, maybe they started out as a little bit of that white stuff. Yeah, and then <laughs> the they white f- stuff that we all know and love. And then they fly Tip into that out. egg, and they grow big and strong. And the whole time, they think they're playing a single player game. Little do they know, there are hundreds and thousands of spectators watching them play this game. And the spectators can hop in and be characters in the world, but you have to keep it cool. You cannot give it away that everybody is watching. See, this is a shame because this is a fucking great idea for a game. And we've buried it under so many layers of arcane garbage. God, I love. So, so how do we prevent? Because obviously uh, in, in the Truman show, uh, there's that, that character uh, played, I think by, is it Laura Linney? Who plays the the woman who has to like she's trying to help get so, him out? Yeah. Or, or is, she, the, is she his fake wife? Fuck. Anyways, there's somebody in that movie who has broken onto the set of the show and is trying to alert Truman to the true nature of his reality. Obviously, we're gonna have people trying to do that with our Borland player. Laura Lenny was his wife. Shit. Shit. Who was the other lady? Is Natasha McElhaney. No idea. No clue. No recognition. Um, yeah, I mean, Val Vanti cheat is going to block that kind of behavior, I think. Yeah, we're going to vac ban anyone who tries to wake him up, as it were. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's just such a good idea for a game. How psyched would you be if you get a little text message on your phone like, Greg is on, time to party. Oh my god, everyone has to get in position, you know what I mean? And but Greg's like, know, this oh, is fuck. a good game. There's like so there's much so much writing. Rich, there's so much writing. The way the NPCs react, they all have their own lives. The way they talk to each other is extremely realistic. The budget on this must have been through the roof. And it's like, joke's on you, motherfucker. We didn't pay shit. They, these people are volunteering. That's the price for curiosity. You get to the middle of that dumb cube. And it's like, all right, here's a Steam code for a game where you live your life as Al Borland from Home Improvement. Or, And it's like, okay, kind of lame, but here I go, log in. And then secretly, that fool like emails everybody else. It's like, all right, no, let's get this guy. Let's prank him good. You're saying Peter Molyneux emails everybody else that there is. Uh-huh. Everybody else. Well, how about everyone else who pl- signed up for a Curiosity account? That could be... That's a few people. That could be enough to hold it together. Yeah. This is tough. There's a lot of there's a lot of sort of thorny, uh, nitty-gritty things we have to figure out, but I think this is good. 
And I think I just woke up Cortana on my new Mac because now everything I'm saying is showing up in the search bar in Windows 10 and it says, think this is good. And I think I just woke up Cortana on my new Mac. Now everything I'm saying is showing up in the search bar in Windows 10 and it says, think this is good. And I think I just want a Cortana on my new Mac. Everything I'm saying is showing up in the search bar in Windows 10 and this is good. And I well, think everybody, I just want a Cortana on my new Mac. On everything cool games I'm saying. Nick is broken. Try again in a little bit. I think I'm good. Sorry, I got stuck there in a loop. That happens from time to time. Did you say Cortana's on your Mac? I know, but that's what she said. That's what she thought I said, and then that became what I was saying because I was reading it back, and mm. it just kind of. Um, what's this game called again? Is it still just called 169 Dalmatians? Colon nice. Is it a, a 169 Borlands? No, that's too, that's too weird. It's either just called Borland or the Borland Show. <laughs> Borland. I'm torn between the Dalmatians one and the Borland show. I like the Dalmatians one because people will think they know what they're getting into, but and then about the 35 minute mark of the episode, it'll all come crumbling down. Yeah, I mean, we could say anything we want here and then make yeah. the episode that, and people are like, "Well, that didn't have anything to do with hamburger ping pong at all." Yeah, hamburger ping. I uh, I don't know about hamburger ping pong though. This one's called Construction Worker Secret Dating Simulator. Mm, we can't game. do that because people are going to – there are people petitioning. If we do one more dating simulator, they're just deleting all the podcasts from their phone of any type, including ours. Um, I think maybe just The Borland Show. The Borland Show. Or Home Improvementer. Home <laughs> Improvementist. Could we get Jeff Minter to make the game? So that way it's got like kind of a, ho- a Home Improvementer by Jeff Minter psychedelic – Yak mm. situation. How about most home, Im- most more home improvement? Mm-hmm. Most improved mint. <laughs> most improved mint is pretty good. Thanks. Um, I've run out of voice. This is the first time that I've had to end a podcast because I didn't have any more voice to make. Yeah, it. we all you you were gonna hit that limit eventually. And we all knew it was coming. I'm at it yeah. now. Uh, thank you all for listening to Cool Games Inc. This is a, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Tell all your friends about older episodes we've done. Tell got. all your friends to listen to last week's. The one before that was really good. <clears throat> um, uh, thanks, for, Thank you, seriously, for uh, telling people about the show, reviewing on iTunes, all that good stuff you can do to help us out. We appreciate it. Uh, and anything else? I think that's it. I think I just am ready to go. Yeah, I think I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> um, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. Fine. Uh-huh.